Yo, 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 what's up, man? Week five, baby. Back here. Oz, another episode of Football Without Hesitation. Back to my solo ways, man. Uh, yeah, if again, if you haven't yet subscribed, please, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is available. If you're listening from that Twitter link, I, I highly suggest you just subscribe. Again, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere. You listen to podcasts. This podcast is available. Um, also, you can follow me at FWH Podcast on Instagram. I haven't posted in a while, but damn, I got you know game on Saturday. We gonna do it. Uh, you can also follow me on Centerline Soccer. Like like I've mentioned before, I'm the um, managing editor there at Centerline Soccer, uh, one of the SB Nation blogs. It's at CTR line soccer. All right. Center line soccer. <laughs> uh, yeah. So check that out. I'm constantly writing every, every other day. I'm putting stuff up there about the quakes in, in addition to this beautiful, beautiful podcast. But anyway, man, how's it going? Quakes had a week off. They, they had a friendly, uh, I, I don't know. It's another week. This is gonna be a tough one. It's gonna to be a tough challenge. You got LAFC coming coming to Avaya. That that one's gonna to be tough. Get my laptop closer to me over here. So anyway, yeah, this is uh, week five. Week five of the MLS season. It's it's starting to get kind of cool, man. You can see you're starting. Uh, you know, we're getting more games in. The, the The table's starting to spread out. You're starting to see good teams, bad teams start uh, emerging. Uh, as of this recording, the San Jose Earthquakes are still still in 12th place in the West. Again, obviously there wasn't going to be any difference. There wasn't that many games this last week because of the international break. And the Quakes did not play, so there is not there's, there wasn't going to be any difference. So they're, they're 12th place in the West. No points. 0-3-0. It, it's been a rough one. It, it's been a rough one to, to get this season started. Uh, currently, LAFC in lead of the Supporter Shield with 10 points. I mean, come on. Uh, there's really no reason to be talking about that. I just, to me, I just think that that's that's the more important trophy. The, the playoff winner, of course, whoever wins MLS Cup, that's fucking cool. You know, but whoever was best throughout the season, you know, whoever was best, whoever won the marathon, that that's really important to me. So every week I want to keep updating that. And, and it's going to keep changing. It's going to be pretty neat, you know, uh, to see how it changes throughout the season. But currently, uh, this weekend's opponent, LAFC, is in the lead with 10 points. Again, it's only week five, so you can't really you can't really say too much. The Quakes, though, man, the Quakes have only two goals in the first three matches of the season. It's not good. That is not good, man. That that That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, we've I've talked about on Made That System how it's going to take a while. We'll we'll get into that. We'll continue to get into that. Um, but yeah, it'll be all right. I don't know about this weekend. I don't know about this weekend. But eventually, th- this team's going to figure it out. They're going to get the pace. They're going to get the stamina to keep up with on Made The System, and it's going to be better. It's going to be better. So um, yeah. Anyway, l- let's look at the last week. Let's go back and look at the last week here real quick. Like I said, there were uh, very little MLS games. I think there was just five, five matches or something. 
Um, the Quakes did did play a friendly against Monterrey. I didn't go. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't purposely not go because I, I, you know, I'm pissed at the team and I wanted to stay away or anything. I had tickets to fucking Theo Vaughn, motherfucker. So I was in San Jose, but I was, you know, farther downtown. Uh, and but it was cool. I mean, the the Quakes had eight, eight players on on international assignment because I mean, so this really wasn't uh, friendly where you could put the full starting squad that you're going to use in there and and try them out, you know, and push them for another ninety minutes. You had eight guys out on their various squads, so. It was a chance for it was a chance chance for the young people, chance for a bunch of the young players to come up, and one of them took advantage. Man, Cade Cowell, fifteen years old, fifteen years old, dude. What's that? That's a a freshman or sophomore in high school or some shit, dude. And I graduated high school fourteen years ago, dude. This dude was born. When I was just about to graduate high school, and I'm, he's scoring fucking goals up for the San Jose Earthquakes, man, that's amazing. That's fucking cool. That's so cool to see the youth out there. Um, like I mentioned before, I I I still believe. Hopefully, I don't know, but I, I made that plans to be here for at least a couple of seasons. If all goes as as planned for the Quakes. He'll be here for at least four seasons, so that that'd be fucking that'd be pretty cool. And you know, by that time, Cade would be nineteen. He, you know, he he'd, he'd have four years under a system like Almeida's. He'd be ready, you know, definitely ready to, to start for the first team for the Quakes. Or you never know. I don't know. Almeida, Almeida's got that freaking touch, yo. Almeida's got that touch. Um, so yeah, so the the Quakes played Monterrey. From Liga MX, they lost two to one. What? Whatever. Because it's too much from that. Other than it's it's another opportunity for Almeida to to get his system in there. Uh, yes, eight of the players were on international assignment, and but it, it was a, a perfect opportunity for the players that that stayed. To learn in the system, to get one, you know, one more week in, in it, get some more of that physical as crazy training that they're doing, and 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 get and figure out the chemistry, and figure out the chemistry, and figure out the chemistry they must because uh, Saturday, it, I mean, yeah, they're leading the supporter shield, but I mean that necessarily, I guess, isn't always going to be the best team every every week. But LAFC, come on. I and it's an LA team, and I mean they're still a little bit young for me to hate them. But this is a, a great way for me to get to start hating them. Is keep being this good, keep being this good. LAFC is is so far I believe the, the best t- team, best team this young season. I mean, come on, it's week five, it's week five. You can't say much, but fucking Carlos Vela is on fire, dude. They got Carlos Vela, they got Diego Rossi, they got Eduard Atuesta. Dude, that's the dude. That's the fucking dude right there. I'm telling you. It's uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, the Quakes come in 
pointless. They're, they're one of two teams that that are that that remain pointless in the league is them and Vancouver Whitecaps. So they're definitely definitely trying to get some points out of this. You don't want to be the last team to get points. Uh, ultimately, it doesn't mean anything at the end of the season. But come on, you want to you want to show you want to show your supporters that the good things are are going to happen. That good things are coming. Um, yeah. So so this this is definitely. Not a matchup that you want against a team that's trying to figure out their chemistry, that's trying to figure out their system. And again, LAFC is in is is in playoff form. This team is it w- it would. I mean, on the on the opposite side, actually, not to get all negative. Fuck that. All right, let's switch that shit. We've been negative. Everybody's been negative. There's enough negativity around this team. If if you put in a good performance, if you put in a good performance on Saturday, uh, you know, a really convincing one, you you end up getting a tie or even a win. Okay, all of us. All of a sudden, people are going to start, you know, paying attention nationally. I think people are going to be all right. I made that system. That's another thing that's been bugging me. Is you know, you're talking about again Atlanta, and um, can birds in the background. But you know, other managers have come into this league, and and people are are giving them time and saying cool. Whatever this team's gonna be good. I understand the Quakes don't have the strongest roster, but the, uh, everyone's just kind of it's it's kind of fucked up, you know. The, the, they're they're kind of seeing like already passed Almeida's tenure. They it's it's uh, not only supporters but other people, you know, around the nation or other supporters or followers of MLS seem to be like, yeah. The Quakes are gonna fuck this one up, and don't get me wrong, I, I get it, I get it. This is this is a team that that bungles a lot of stuff, but I I, I really believe that uh, you know Almeida system can work, and it will work at least at, before this season's done. But but again, yeah, you can really catch people's attention. You can really catch people's attention to really prove that hey, even even this squad, if they bust their ass. They they can you know they can do their version of Almeida system and be successful in this league, but shit. <laughs> and they, it, yeah, doing it against LAFC would be would be great. I'm, I I'm really trying. I mean, I get it. I'm a homer. I'm always I'm always pro Kuwaits. I'm always doing everything, but I'm really really having a hard time finding a way for them you know to win this. Well, actually, I mean, they did announce that who was it? Horta's out. He's he's out for this game. Looks like gummy. He's been out for a while. That dude can't can't not be injured. Um, they they but then again again speaking of his injuries, he's only played seventy eight minutes. You know he hasn't played that much this year. He hasn't he hasn't been. It's not like it's going to really affect LAFC's plan coming into this match. But yeah. You know, oh, and I think they they don't have no win. I think it was also win. Yeah, I think also no no win. That that one, that one kind of hurts. That one kind of hurts. But I mean, you got Kaye, you got blessing, you got a twist up. 
they'll be okay. Dude, they're so deep. They're so deep. Uh, but but e- either way, I mean, at least this year, like I and again, anyone listens, I am not the biggest expert technically in um, in the sport, but man, I'm telling you, I've been fucking, I've been loving that. This sounds like a total ad, but shit, I wish it would. I wish they would pay me for this. But um, MLSsoccer.com, you go to their, I think it's the box score section, like when in the game recaps and all that. You go to the box score section, and they got this. They got all these stats, man, for the whole game, and you could do them by player, and and that's how I, I've been learning a lot with that. You know, big props to MLS for for giving those stats out. I don't know how it compares to, to other leagues, but I, I'm really liking it. I, mean, I really like again the passes area. You can you can see passes, key passes, completed passes, long passes, and then you could kind of see a team how they flow. You can see how the ball works its way up the pitch, and and where the shots come from. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty fucking cool. I mean, again, props props to MLS for doing that. Opta. Dude, that shit costs like six figures to try to get that. My dumb ass just like, hey, man, can I get that shit? And they're like, cool, you got like a hundred grand. I mean, it didn't happen exactly like that. But yeah, long story short, that shit's fucking expensive. So thanks, MLS, for what they do, you know, release. I wish there would be more. There's got to be more. We need more. We need more data. Fuck what other managers across the world say. We're goddamn Americans. We need data to crunch and find patterns that's just how we work um but anyway looking at these patterns looking at at these box scores at these passes and all that i'm telling you it, it just it's so so evident that it, it, lafc everything starts with Ed, eduardo tuesta uh, he's he's everywhere in the middle he's his his passing is is so good. He's he's so accurate. Anyway, he's he's been the key. Yeah, you know, Bella and Rossi have to freaking have to get it in the net. But dude, to get it to get it from your from your defensive end up to an opportunity where you you can score, it it's been Eduardo Tuesta all all season. I mean, all four games only. So it's again, it, it's, it's a short small sample size it's it's only been four matches but he's he's started in that central defensive mid position every single match they've not lost they've not lost they tied right yeah they tied against new york city that that's as that's as close as they've gotten to losing and if you look at twist i had a fucking terrible game with the long passes Oh, look at that. Somehow they, they found a way to disrupt his passing and and they almost lose or, or win. I mean, I guess a new win if New York City. Anyway, dude, that guy's the shit. That guy's the shit so far th- this year. Um, as the season progresses, we'll see. I, I don't know. But, but looking at, at, those, at those Opta chalkboard things, man, everything starts with him. Everything starts with, with Edward Atuesta. You gotta watch him. You gotta watch him this weekend. If if the Quakes can somehow find a way to disrupt him, dude. And uh, so that's what I was thinking of. Okay. Like I'm I'm not a freaking I'm not a genius, 
you know, I, I know the, the Quakes also see that. The, the Quakes are like, we got to find a way to, to neutralize this guy to get in this guy's head. And who do we have? Anibal Godoy. You know, Anibal Godoy is, that's what he does. You know, he's a pest. He gets in people's heads and all that. But my concern is he's going to go a little overboard. Next thing you know, he gets a yellow early in the game. He gets a yellow, you know, early, early off you know, 15 minutes in or, or before. And then all of a sudden your whole game plan changes. Now, now you got to work around that. Now you, you gotta, you gotta be thinking about that. You, you gotta be, you know, worried about that. So, and again, against, against a squad like LAFC, you're going to need everything to be perfect. I I believe that, ah, damn, I don't have it up here, but I believe that that was Almeida's words. Exactly. Or very similar, you know, like everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect this match, and and I agree. I agree that that that's how you know the only way the Quakes have have a chance this this Saturday. And uh, that one concerns me. That one concerns me. If you can mess with a Twesta, is that how you? Yeah, that's got to be how you pronounce it, right? If you if you can mess with him, you can really d- disrupt. LAFC, what they do, you're going to force them to do other things that they haven't done this season. So, you know, you got a chance. But if you do that with Godoy and Godoy gets in card trouble, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes into the match, you fucked. You fucked, you know, and it's going to be tough. And, and yeah, anyone that, that saw, I, I did uh, answer some questions for. Angel, Angels on Parade, which is SB Nation's LAFC. Is that Angels on Parade? Yeah. Angels on Parade. LAFC's blog on, on SB Nation's there. And that they say, what's the score? You know, what do you predict the score is going to be? I, I think Quake's going to lose this one 3-1. to one. And I think I'm being generous. I really think I'm being generous. Uh, hopefully that one is Wando. I mean, we're still on Wando Watch. Man, Wando's been non-existent on the offense this year. I, I think I mentioned that also in those questions. He, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't get. You know, Huzin got his green card. Maybe that's something. Maybe that okay. May you know, maybe you know, maybe he'll play more. He, but I don't, I don't get it. I believe this this team has a much better chance of scoring goals with Danny Huzin at, up at top. Chris Wondolowski, no disrespect, team legend, the greatest of all time. You want to talk about putting a fucking statue outside of a stadium or who who's deserving of a statue? Like here in San Jose, that's fucking Chris Wondolowski. Fucking easy, simple. Um, so, yeah, so th- this isn't a hating on Chris Wondolowski. Chris Wondolowski has given everything, everything for this team, for this city. So... Yeah, so this isn't a slight on Wando, but this team is has a much better chance of scoring with Huzin. That's just that's just my opinion. That's my opinion. I I, I don't know. I don't know. And hopefully we we see more Huzin on Saturday, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I don't. I, it's gonna be a tough one. It's gonna be a tough one, but we'll see. Um. Yeah. All right. Let, let's switch over. We'll we'll talk about that next week. We'll we'll. We'll digest that. Again, there was no, nothing that happened last week except international break. 
international break. The U.S. men's national team went one, one and one on the international break. They beat Ecuador one to nothing. They tied Chile one to one. That was a good one. That was the best result right there. Tying Chile. Chile is definitely the better team, but they, they tied them. It was it was again Burhalter. You know the the Burhalter era continues. Still hasn't lost, so uh, there's that. Uh, Nick Lima was called up. Nick Lima was called up just like in January camp. They called him up. He had a great January camp. I say, boom, this dude's starting. He's the starting right back for U.S. men's national team. And Burhalter calls him up, doesn't dress for Ecuador, gets dressed but doesn't play against Chile. <laughs> that make me look like a fucking idiot, Burhalter. Um... But here's all right. Here's how I'm gonna save face. Here's how I'm gonna pretend that I'm not a fucking idiot and what I'm doing. All right. So this is what happened. Greg Bert Berhalter saw what Lima did in January and was like, "This guy's the shit right here. I don't need to see no more. So all I need to see, like this guy. I'm liking this guy. So Berhalter sees what what Lima brings to the table. Says. I got this dude. He's on, he's on my starting lineup. No problem. This second round friendlies come up. Berhalter calls him up because respect, bro. Respect. You've earned this. You're already badass. But I'm not going to play you because I don't want people seeing what I'm doing for the Gold Cup. Man, I got I got plans, dog. You think I, I'm going to put all my plans out there? I'm not a, I'm not a fucking idiot. I've been, th- I've been through this before. So... So Burhalter just brings him up, sits him, you know, has him dress a second time. Just, just you know, he gets those caps under his, his belt. I, I wonder if that counts. I don't know, but he's up, he's up there. And and people are like, well, what's going on here? What the fuck? Why, what's his deal with Lima? Then here comes the Gold Cup. Lima starting right back. Three assists the first game. Everyone loses their mind. Okay. Maybe not three assists. I probably got probably went a little, little. He'll have at least one unassist. That that's good enough. Well, next time we'll get a chance. It's probably June 9th. This one was trippy. I don't know. June 9th uh, against Venezuela and Cincinnati. It it doesn't show up on any U.S. soccer thing. It shows up on Venezuela's official federation social media channels. So uh, I don't know. That's a coin flip. I, it makes sense. It makes sense. The Gold Cup starts on the 18th. So, you know, get your team together, figure it all out, and and get your work on on the 18th. And, yeah, there we go. and then that's the next big one right there. That's the next big one for the national team that is, is actually going to matter. First time Burhalter is going to be in a tournament that matters. For you know this this whole new crop after the, the disaster of the last World Cup Cup cycle, it, it starts again. The, the starts for twenty twenty two. We'll see what they can do. Ah, you see that shit? You see that? That's why you listen to this podcast. That's why you listen. <laughs> but anyway, we'll we'll see. It's June eighteenth. We we have. What two and a half months? We have two and a half months until that gets going, so we don't got to worry about that. What we do got to worry about 
is the Quakes not getting their ass kicked on Saturday. And it's cool. We're going to know quickly. The game's at 1230 right afternoon, you know. Plenty of time to go back wherever you're at and get drunk and forget about it to either be to either celebrate or, or chase the pain away. It's gonna be one of the two. I mean, I know, I know, I've predicted a, a harsh, a harsh ending to this game, but fuck that. The Quakes have proven people wrong before, and again, a good showing, a good showing against LAFC would really would really put the league on notice that hey, this team's eventually gonna figure it out. And when they do, you've never seen shit like this before. Can they do it with the with this current roster? I don't know. Probably not. But it's going to be better than last season. It's going to be better than last season. And, yeah, we'll see it. Saturday, man. It's been too long. You give me three weeks of quakes and then you take them away for a week? Fuck that. Fuck that. We're back out of Vaya, 1230. It's on Univision, national, nationally televised. So, come on. Got a little bit more pride right there. And, yeah, come out come out to the stadium. If not, watch it on TV. We'll catch you all next week. I'll, we'll see what happened. Hopefully we got some positive news. Peace.